When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before ¿Cuántos años hemos esperado para hablar de este episodio terrible? Guys, I'm Alice Wetterland. Los Can you heridos. believe? Can you believe that wasn't Veronica Osorio? Just now it was actually Alice Wetterland, white person, <laughs> being so stupid. I have an okay accent. My dad's We've white, <laughs> and he's also from South America, and he's your dad. So a white person has been proven to speak English Wait, before. Your dad's white person who was born in Jacksonville, Florida? No, I was born I in Jacksonville. I won't stop spreading that. That's I weird was born fact about you. I was born I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. Um we have some announcements. We have a, some <laughs> You already did announcements. Oh yeah, yeah here yeah. we go, guys. Hi guys, I'm Veronica Sorio. Hi. I speak Spanish. Um, <laughs> do not know my race. So um, don't know it. I don't know it. I refuse. No, you don't know it at home. This, this, it wasn't a thing before I moved here. So uh, so now we want to say thank you to some Patreon subscribers, guys. Yes. So Zach Cody. Aiden O'Brien, Ben Conroy. That forms a boy band. Cosette Stodart. Stodart. And Cosette is Daniel Echeverri. Jason Sinclair. Joshua Love. Let's just do them because we're going to keep doing this as we go. You got it. So, so when I, we want to thank you for your subscribership. For your subscribership. We love you. I love that name Cosette spelled with a Z. Isn't, well, is that a real thing? Cosette is a former patron, so I don't know what to tell you. Oh, she said stop subscribing. We missed you, Cosette. Bye, Cosette. Bye, Cosette. Don't You're- let the Patreon door hit you in the ass on the way out. You're in the ass. I bet you have a nice Bye, ass, though, to be honest, with a name like that. But Ben, Adam, Zach, and Aiden, Jason, and, and Joshua. Josh. You guys can all be in a boy band together, as far as I'm concerned. Joshua. And you can perform um, at our Star Trek, uh, Treks in the City live show that we're going to be doing at Lyric Hyperion in the summer. It's going to take a lot of time for us to plan this show at Lyric Hyperion. You know, my brother had a mole like Enrique Iglesias, and once he Enrique Iglesias became a thing, my brother took it out. He just, like, sliced it out of his face. What? Yeah. Like, at home without... No. Surgical intervention? No, at a surgical oh, intervention. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, but... But is he in, like, a biker gang? <laughs> <laughs> he Christ. still decided to do it. Um, I understand. All right. Yep. All right. Those are the announcements. Those and are the preambles. Those are tiny facts about Trek Fashion life. on Twitter and on 
Instagram. Uh, Instagram as well. And wh- wherever you can do ads. And wherever books are sold, follow us there. If you see us in the bookstore. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the both of us. I'm Alice Wetterland. And I'm Veronica Osorio. And this is Treks in the City. And um, we have a special guest today. What are you doing? Why are you moving things around? I just want these cables to get out of here. Okay. Just, um, does it feel better now? Because you've I draped feel, them over my body. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know her from comedy and from writing all your favorite shows. Um, she has a fantastic album called Pasta and a special Amazing. on YouTube under Comedy Central. And the Comedy Central YouTube channel. Um, and they're making money off her hand over fist and not giving her any, apparently, <laughs> even though she's worth every fucking penny. But do watch her special. It's called Ice Thickeners. Please welcome to the studio, Emily Heller. Hi, how are you all? Yes. Thank you. A sound you're undoubtedly used to. I was actually really uncomfortable until that sound came on. I was (laughs) like, this is a weirdly sort of... mm No fanfare Until it's kind of our like, crowd Ooh, I get an yeah. itch I'm bringing Came out in hives There's no audience There's no ovation um, Standing or seated Thank welcome you so, thank, thank you for having so me long. back Thank you for coming back I know this requires Like an assignment So it's like Yeah It's a lot it's Wouldn't tough. it have been amazing If between the last episode I recorded and this one I became a giant fan Of this show that has happened to approximately 0.1 person <laughs> of our It list. happened to Paul of Tompkins. Just Paul. Really? But yeah. there's been one other person, I think. Yeah, there's been, been a, another person. I really should start watching this show because, like, I've been watching Suits, and that's yeah, not it's what you're doing. Like, waste your time somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Like, just waste it in Star Trek. Start watching Space Suits. Because <laughs> then you'll get epic references, and then, like, you'll watch other shows and see, like, specific Star Trek references, and you'll be like, yo, I get that one. Yeah. It's cool. There's a lot of Star Trek references in Frasier, actually, that I would like to understand <laughs> oh, really? on a deeper level. That's yeah. amazing. Amazing. Look, and also, the... Well, I'm not going to go into other reasons you should watch. I realized I was going to start doing a lot of obnoxious legwork. But and also, it's great. A lot also has happened in your life since you were last on this show. That's true. Can you talk about your ma- your marriage to celebrity? If the answer was no, wh- how are we going to edit around we're this? Just gonna, we we're just going to sent an email wait. specifically asking if there was any. We just didn't want to talk about Going to wait for you to give in and tell us. Um, Emily got, um, like, got married. married. I got, like, secret married, kind of. Yeah. You like did? a year ago. Uh, yeah. Um, and I haven't like talked you to you about this marriage? since it happened because I had a secret marriage as a component to my real marriage that also went away. So it's no secret. Wait, what's <laughs> over? But um, I, we Wait, got what? I was married. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And we got married twice, once in front of people, and they all thought it was real. <laughs> um, but we had already gotten married secretly. That's oh. literally what I did, but it wasn't a secret. Yeah. I just did a family one where I didn't want anyone else, and then uh, yeah. we did like a thing. A lot yeah. of people do stuff like that, but I think for friends. bringing it up because in my experience, I enjoyed the one at the city hall mm-hmm. in terms of like, I remember it more. You know what I mean? Like, Me too. It, yeah. it just liked it. It was great. Other, I also hall? liked being near other people that were also getting married. That was kind of fun. <laughs> that so, was exactly the yeah. goal. I, I got, we got married on a Wednesday at New York City Hall. And I was like, who is here on this fucking day? Like, yeah. why are you all also here like yeah. I picked it was just to get married yeah yeah I mean but who what are these other brides that pick these dates for what reason like who, who what where it was a lot of people watching so you for just me. wanted to yeah incorporate some more people watching into your wedding yes mm-hmm. we got married in our living room so <sighs> we didn't even do 
that. Wait. Um, it was what? like. So no, if I anyone else was getting married there, you'd be kind of weird. It'd be pretty weird. Um, <laughs> be a little upsetting. I would be like, this is obvious bandwagoning. Um, <laughs> Wait, who, who married you? Um, I had my best friend get officiated in order to do it because I we also only invited uh, immediate family. So it was the only way to get her in the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh like in the room, yeah. um, in the room where it happened. Yes, that was our wedding song. <laughs> um, <laughs> a Hamilton theme. <laughs> when you lived together, and that was your your living. We lived room. together. It was in our living room, and um, yeah. So it was like we had, you know, I think we were engaged for like ten days because oh, it was for, so it was a health insurance thing because yeah. it was like the newest shotgun wedding. <sighs> it really is. It was like. We, I called the Writers Guild and I was like, how soon after we get married will he be covered? And they were like, uh, uh, immediately. immediately. Yeah. And we were like, OK, so we have to do it as soon as we possibly can. That's um, what, oh, because he needed some He found care? out there. Yeah. Like, well, it wasn't that he needed care. It was that he like found out that he was like somewhat illegally kicked off of the insurance he was on. It's a whole fucking thing. And long story Whoa. short, I would not be married if Trump wasn't president. Wow. But uh, as a result of that, like health insurance companies started doing a lot shadier of things. Anyway, uh, that's wild. And this yeah. is why you turned on Trump finally, right? Uh, yeah, I <laughs> mean, this is what I did haven't it. totally turn on him. <laughs> I get it. I still think that he can do a really good job. Yeah, give and him a chance. This is yeah. what just, give him a chance. Everyone well. just needs to give him a chance. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, so it was uh, that little conversation bit stressed me the fuck out. I, know. I was like, I saw you I'm grab gonna, your your tender you, part. I slowly like grab my own skin and just. Did you think that I recoiled. seriously liked Trump? No, but it's just even the joke. I'm like, <laughs> I I folded into a different dimension. <laughs> Went away. Uh, <laughs> She's delicate. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, so I got married anyway. Congratulations. It was kind of cool. We didn't tell anyone until like. November. We got married mm. in February. We didn't tell anyone. Like we had like a solid nine months of like no one else really knew about it. Like we would tell people, and we mm-hmm. like sent out a little card mm-hmm. that was just like we are already married. <laughs> um, and Brett did that. Yeah, he he did that they eloped, and then they he sent the, the pod, card. The leader of the band here at at Forever Dog did. I that. don't know who that is. Our producer. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, our dad, Sorry. who's our age. <clears throat> That's okay. what we call him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good move. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I recommend it. We we talked about. Do you doing... recommend it specifically to my boyfriend? <laughs> Except that he knows that I also want jewelry to be a part of it. You want uh, you, you, you want, you want jewelry to be a part of it? I want there to be some. I don't. I like I, I like fanfare. You're supposed yeah. to be real. I like to walk down a staircase. I mean, uh, oh, I did too. Without, I did it saying Mexicans are rapists. That was a Trump reference. Yeah, but he, sorry, he was on an, an he was on an, he was on an escalator when he did that. He didn't even walk downstairs. No, he's afraid of stairs. That's like <laughs> one of the main things about him. What? Yeah, I thought it was germs. I mean, he's afraid of those too, <laughs> and being assassinated. Like stairs, germs, and being assassinated. One of those is a real threat. I know. <laughs> Assassination sounds like he's a president. He, he is, is president. president. Oh. That's who we're talking about. Oh, I thought it was your your <laughs> husband. No, my husband's not afraid of stairs. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, I thought your husband's afraid of being assassinated. And I was like, how important no, is he? No, you were like, <laughs> no. You, but I like that you were like, it's cool that he's afraid of stairs and germs. <laughs> Like the other two, I understand. And also, you thought her for her, her husband said Mexicans are rapists, and you were fine with that. 
I just the, I, I fold out of to a different Anytime dimension Trump and come is, back. Is mentioned you I go, you lose time. You, you like eternal sunshine in your brain, I'm so like, that like he's not in there. And anytime someone mentions it, you're like, well, they must be talking about another person. And there that person gaps. sounds fucked up. <laughs> there are gaps. My brain hurts the parts where like I deleted this person. <laughs> so okay, oh, good, man. good. I'm glad it's not your husband. Good. No, no, good, no. Good, 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 good. My husband. <laughs> everything seems very up. Con- very confident on a staircase. No, no, he's a, he's appropriately confident. Uh, <laughs> Regular, you know, he doesn't like go down with his eyes closed. <laughs> uh, what, what were we talking about? This, Me wanting a big wedding. Oh yeah, you want fanfare. Here's the thing, I like, <clears throat> I I want fanfare, and I thought about that for the wedding, but my husband is not interested in that, mm-hmm. and I was also I was like. I have fanfare in every other part of my life. Maybe I don't need this to be one of the fanfare things. It's true. (laughs) Especially if it would be like against his will. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Yeah. And so you had, but you're the winner. Do you feel like a small (laughs) amount of fanfare that you had in your house is like, was still fanfare-y? People were happy that we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we like, we ha- I'm glad that my family was there. I think it meant something to them that they were there. Mm-hmm. Even I though my, I had my brother. Even though, let's be clear, it was meaningless. <laughs> 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 uh, my my brother played a song on the guitar. Um, but we were also like Googling like legal minimum vow requirement <laughs> before we did it too. Uh, so it was like a pretty low fanfare thing. And then we had dinner at the Tam O'Shanter. <clears throat> I didn't awesome. think I didn't yeah. think of minimum vow requirement. We yeah. just were like, let's not. My so, well, if you're like, at a courthouse, maximum they tell you. allowed. Yeah. Right, right, right. Maximum allowed. <laughs> yeah. We also don't wear rings. That's true. So I like I'm gonna get like a fake one that I can wear when we are like traveling, so I can be like, it's our honeymoon. But right. like, so you I could have done that people. before we got married yeah. too, and I yeah. didn't, and I don't know why. <laughs> My yeah. mother-in-law makes jewels, so she brought. A box full of rings, and so oh, no, really, I, I you have, have like a bunch of different wedding rings. I have. I feel like I married into the mob because it says his name everywhere. Like I'm marked. <gasps> I'm fully marked. Oh yeah. wow! It's like, um, <clears throat> but I, I beautiful. And I so she was like, so you can combine. What silver if I took out or, one of those jewelry examining things? <laughs> or gold, <laughs> like that you didn't know. She I made had. them all. Uh, I was very They're thankful really that she. Wait, can I look at it? Yeah, for sure. She made. Um, that she made me so many rings and yeah. then uh he also has two silver and gold because we're like into combining things i guess i i'll always wear them both i don't know if i'll ever wear just one yeah um but it was it's jose miguel inside yeah i don't know i was thinking about i i harassed one of garrett's friends yesterday i was like is the ring a problem to uh, like? Do people hit on you more? Like, do people notice it? Is is this a thing? One of Garrett's I feel married like friends. People, yeah, people in our generation don't really pay attention to the ring anyway. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not a thing. I, mean, I pay attention to you it. Do? Yeah, but I guess if you're in a flirty situation, you'll be like, "What's up?" But What's the otherwise, deal? I'm yeah. like, unless it's big or something sh- happens with, like, I mm-hmm. calls, cuts my, catches my eye. I, I see it if there's a ring pop. Well, I'm gonna have a lick, you, I'm gonna have licky you, on like, that ring. I want to suck it. Have you? Do you get flirted with? Have you noticed a difference since you started wearing one? Um, not really. But last night, a lot of people were looking at me, and I was looking at them, and it was like flirty, and it was nice. Uh, even though I was wearing the ring, so I don't so feel people pay like, attention it, to. You it. don't think it makes a difference? I don't think so. Except uh, when I say I'm married, then people suddenly like go, "Whoa." 
Like they look at my, I've noticed like eyes traveling yeah. to the hand. I do worry that people won't believe me that I'm married when mm-hmm. I talk about it. Or Without that like, the ring? Yeah. Or that like, I guess it's like, I, it's, I wouldn't want a ring necessarily so people wouldn't hit on me, but so that they would like not think I was like. Hitting, hitting on, on them. them. Yeah. Not that I'm like a super flirty person or anything because right. <laughs> I'm super not, but I'm just like, I feel like I can tell when a guy thinks I'm interested in him right. and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's nothing I want more than for him to not think I want to fuck him. It's yeah, a, I understand ring, that. I, I tell, understand that. I'll tell yeah. you that I'm, I'm like, my personality is flirty and sometimes I'm not flirting. And having the ring or saying my husband does like, yeah, it makes me like just be who I am without cool. it being like, fearful of That's like cool. that person's reaction but if they think I'm flirting I'll be like maybe yeah. but I'm, I'm also just like a clumsy person and wearing a ring is like in some ways a liability because you can like catch it on True. things and rip your finger off if you're Jimmy Fallon um, <laughs> that happened to Jimmy Fallon twice but no, twice? He broke his, no I think he broke his fingers just being drunk he was drunk but it was because his wedding ring caught on something when he fell down whoa he yeah. ripped his finger off like it almost dislocate like he was able, it, it, he didn't have, I think, permanent damage, but it's like, that wouldn't have happened if he wasn't wearing a ring. Or drinking. Or drinking. Or drinking, right, to excess, yeah. Which is so something I'm not that you do not do. I don't do. do that either. <laughs> yeah. um, but also, it's just like, I mean, I'm not like not going to wear rings because of that, but yeah. like, to say I have to wear a ring every day, I don't know. I'm yeah. just not really like who I am. But when, uh, the day we got married... My, I should save this for Groomzilla's. Never mind. Oh, you're going to be on Groomzilla's? I'm going to be on Groomzilla's later today. Say it today. here first. Say it here first. Practice it. <laughs> no, we can go to the episode. Okay. Yeah. We should have talk this incredibly yeah, we have juicy episode to watch. This episode. Are you being sarcastic? Is this more or less juicy than other this episodes? This is less juicy I'll than other episodes. So there's another thing. Like Once I got the rings, I've tried to leave them home a few days just to be like, so that my finger doesn't get marked or so that I'm like also back to me. Yeah. And I haven't been able to. I'm like... I, I don't know. You feel like you need it back on. But it's not like my husband needs me to, you know? Yeah. And he's also like really not a ring person. And, um, he gets uncomfortable wearing it. And he also was like unable to take it off for some reason. Oh, I don't weird. know. There's like this like heart commitment, but it's huh. not social. It's more like yeah. I, my own commitment. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to suggest something. And I'm I know you're going to give gonna... you a ring. Hmm? That I give you a ring? No. Okay. I'm going to suggest that. And you know you're going to shoot it down right away, but hear me out. Did we just talk about the episode? No. I'm going to suggest that we play, because I really want to just play one scene of, the, of this episode right now. And that's, we can talk about it after that. But like this, it's from the end of the episode. Let's do it. Let's do I, it. I kept falling if, I feel like in and out of snooze. I feel like this scene sums up the whole episode for me. Yeah. Go for it. What's that song of his? <laughs> oh, God. always sing. One I liked. <laughs> the Min. Boy to the wall has gone in the rice. <laughs> A little bit of Monica <laughs> in my life. <laughs> That's the person it's also there that came and joined so in. They're like, oh, not this time? Okay. Land of song, said the warrior bard. This video just makes it look like you're weirdly singing a song. One sword. It goes on for so long. Thy right shall guard. One faithful. They're just standing next to each other singing a song. And then this. <laughs> I can hear myself. Why? Oh. 
Are they? This video just made it's so shut blocked. up. Sorry, sorry. They just stay. I'm not gonna win this one, am I, Chief? What? No, no sir. sir. No. Cool. <laughs> what are those like regular leather couches back then? Back there. They're just like that's it. Then they just that's offices. So he's Scottish. (laughs) (laughs) Who like O'Brien? I think he's Irish. He's Irish. Okay, season four, episode twelve. The wounded. Oh yeah. So is this about garbage? Um, (laughs) Captain Picard. Is this about like the troubles? The troubles. Maybe. I feel like this is about the troubles because it's like the war is over, but is it over? Are we going to be fighting forever? Yeah. Like. That's Clear. why they're singing. A, if so the troubles are the Irish, Irish song. the Irish, uh, British, the clashes between Northern Ireland and, and Ireland, and like the whole British thing. Too, Do you know that it's are broadly getting called reactivated? The troubles? Even though they finally like it finally calmed down recently, right? Like in ninety eight, um, exactly in ninety eight. So it just settled, and Brexit is like. Reactivating everything because people already have like 98 is so recent, like adults have this in their brains, you know, like this like conflict. So um, now England wants a a clear border from Ireland and there's people who live as in any fucking border. It's not a real border. You know, it's just like a population. So they want to separate and they don't know how to mix this or Mm. like actually separate it. But England wants like full autonomy. So it's like. It's creating a problem in the... I said like back Brexit's again. gonna be a problem. <laughs> no you one listened. It. I mean, it's true. Alice, you were said, saying and insane. I said, no guys, one you listened. think this is gonna be easy, but <laughs> slow your rolls, what I said. I know this from, anyway, J- from Jack Raynor, his, like, my co- my this episode co- lead was strange utter garbage. I hated almost all of it, except for the B-plot with um, O'Brien trying to get Keiko to eat more fatty foods. We want to yeah. thank Keiko Adam being Harmer. like, I don't like, I don't like this. So here's the thing. That this, here's some things that I liked about this episode. Gold Ducat from DS9 is played by a man named um, uh, the the guy who plays Gold Fasarf, Gold Frisier, Gold the the, the, the Cardassian High Commander. Yes. Okay. Let's just get be in order now and say See, the, I knew you'd be the log by line. That. Yeah, sorry. It's just so I can organize my thoughts because Captain Picard. This is the um, Netflix synopsis of of season uh, four, episode twelve, "The Wounded." Captain Picard races against time to find out the facts behind a Cardassian commander's claim that the Federation, Federation. attacked one of their outposts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've noticed in the Netflix synopsises synopses that. Every time it's a Netflix synopsis, it's like it says Captain Picard. Like this show is just about Captain Picard and his friends. <laughs> well, not like Data's every day, time. probably. Data. Not Data's day, but the one after this, too. Devil's do. Um, Whilst answering a distressed call, Captain so, Picard finds himself dealing with. So, so Captain Picard. Anyway. So what's happening is um, there's a new race being introduced to the entire universe of Star Trek, which is Cardassians, which will eventually become this huge. They become like the Romulans or the Vulcans or the mm-hmm. or the Klingons, like this big plot line. But and then eventually, not in, the, not in TNG, they become the Kardashians. They become the Kardashians. Oh, that's what you were. Yeah, you know, we knew I was going to go there. I, I, I am it. having a hard time keeping up with this, guys. <laughs> 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 so many people have tried to make that parody. Yeah. For, of keeping of up with the Kardashians. Kardashians. Yeah. yeah. 
And then <laughs> I'm sure they have. So the Cardassians are a key element to DS9, which is a show that comes after this one, yeah. TNG. Um, and they look so very different. So you can tell that this is the first iteration. Like this is like the first pass on the makeup. Yeah, it's the first pass Rough on the draft. makeup. This is like a true like vagina neck thing. Mm-hmm. Vagina neck. And like they vagina have face, vagina. Yeah. The two strips of hair are so shocking. Yeah. Once you've seen the other show and like, you've seen that like the final design of the Cardassians and now you see those two strips yeah. of hair. They're yeah. so distracting. They're like yeah. two landing strips. You're it's bad. very bad. It's very vaginal. It's really bad. Vaginal. and yeah. Vaginal. And it's also like the brown suits are never, I don't think they, you the, see Cardassians so with the brown, the brown suits, suits again. The brown suits look like a stack of wallets. It looks like it's made of a bunch of wallets <laughs> strung together. It is I a noticed. stack of wallets. I couldn't stop like trying to figure out how they made these. So. And I think that's why they changed the design of the Cardassians. Let, let's, let's see, see the, the beginning though scene. because yeah. um, I also think Captain it's really Tom funny what, what do you call the scene at the beginning of a show that's just like a snippet? The cold, cold open. open. Thank you. The cold open is just freezing cold. <laughs> the long conflict between the Federation and Cardassia. So, Captain, we are nearing the periphery of Sector 21503. LOL. Be on the lookout for a Cardassian patrol ship, Mr. Wolf. They should be hailing us soon. Even with the treaty, they're still skittish about protecting their border. Last time I was in this sector, I was on the Stargazer running at warp speed ahead of a Cardassian warship. Running, Captain? You? That's hard to believe. Ugh. Believe it. I've been sent to make preliminary overtures to a truce, and I've just, lowered my shield. As that really just, bothers me, that Troy was like, running? Why? She's wow. just trying to make a joke. Is she? I She's don't just know trying what... to be like, you fat, lazy sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you meant like, you'd never run from a fight. Oh, yeah, maybe that's... Oh, you read it as like... <laughs> I read it as just being like, you don't seem like a runner. Oh, <laughs> 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 Do you listen to music? I wish that run, they would have some kind of like um like poison like that in Troy's that would be amazing. Writing. Very few very this. Okay, here we go. He's just like moving food around with a fork. What what is it? Kelp buds, plankton loaf, and sea berries. Nope. Not nope. a thing. That's like whole foods. Can whole I have menu. another skinny beer? Sweetheart. <laughs> is this like I'm not a fish. Where is she it's from? Keiko sounds Japanese. Right, but like in the show, are they like, because they're like, she's eating seaweed and he's like, your food is gross. Yeah. Your culture is bad. Yeah. Is that what's but happening? what is it? Is it and he's like, Japan? Can what? I feed you some sort of potato thing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like he suggests they eat scalloped potatoes, which are Delicious. One of my Everything he mentioned was delicious sounding. But it's very Irish. This is, God, potatoes, this is so about the troubles, shanks. you guys. Oxtails and cabbage. Kind of heavy. You'll love it, I promise. That happens to me with Siobhan, my roommate. Oh, I can still remember she the is British. And she eats, her breakfasts are so heavy. I can't believe it. It's like beans with like sausage and like she potatoes. She does like a full English. Yeah. It's, yeah, I love it's it. wild when it ha- She once made me one and I was like, wow, I'm full. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really full. <laughs> I'm full for the rest of the day. That's how I like to do it, guys. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. I like hot water with a bit of lemon. <laughs> that is actually the first thing I do, but I eat, drink it cold. Pitch. I'm too thirsty. <laughs> cold? But it's I just, like cold hot water. It's refreshing. <laughs> that or apple cider vinegar with water. It's just like, it calms oh my, my God. Th- it quenches is, my thirst. This is interesting because um, I, 
the, the ship gets shot at twice and he's like, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like the red alert. When it, whenever we see somebody do red alert, it's like on the bridge of the ship mm-hmm, in the cockpit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we never get to see what happens in the other places on the ship. Like, what does it look like when there's a red alert? Where they're, they're just, just like hanging out. <laughs> yeah. So I like, I think this is kind of interesting. I mean, nothing does Which happen. Role? Red alert. Take emergency stations. I love it. I love it, too. And I noticed this, So too. nothing happens. They just get up. <laughs> but still, it's kind of fun. By the way, wait, what's that actor's name? This guy? No, the guy O'Brien? Uh, Colin, um, Colm Meany. Colm Meany. Okay. I saw him at a restaurant in L.A. Shut up. And I didn't know who he was, but I was like, I recognize that this person is slightly famous and I don't know who he is. And I just like I tweeted about it enough that people asked me enough questions that I eventually found out who it was. Whoa. I need to see that Twitter. The power of social media. This was a good four years ago. It was a vegan restaurant. The only way it's going to come up is if you said anything problematic for it and you get too famous. (laughs) Wait, I, I'm going to I should have searched this before I got here. But anyway, so watching this is like a real flashback to one time with that. I was at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, he and also he's eating. So you have a real yes, view on like, what like, it looks like. I know what you really like to eat and it's <clears throat> vegan food. You fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what acting is. Um, so, I love so. Yeah, you know, I love what you pointed out about Keiko in this episode, because it's like, well, you married this person. I know. What were they doing on their dates? Like just eating yeah. some weird neutral food. They were. They did not eat like together. Just been eating like Caesar salad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't understand. And also They've, like tamales. <laughs> every time, every time I date someone, I'm like, "Have you tried arepas?" Immediately, Me, right? The first thing, yeah. first thing. Me it's too. Like, even, and I'm not even Venezuelan. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, I honestly will ask it at some point. Like, so when did he find out that this was like her culture's like food? Yeah, and that this is her cooking, like sea berries, and also, it's not even cooking. He, he, they can each have a menu, like they have replicators. <laughs> it's just like, the other thing about it. You don't have to eat the same thing as your partner ridiculous. when you have a literal food maker. Yeah, it's. Ri- I don't understand this. You open. know what I think? I think, and I was thinking about this. I think the replicator is like the same as when we used to make mixtapes for people. And oh, yeah, it would be like this laborious process of like putting a tape in a thing, getting the song on the radio, waiting for it to come on and then rush, racing over to, you know, uh-huh. press copy or whatever or record wreck um, or doing it from a CD and finding the CD. And now it's you make a Spotify playlist. So some some amount of work still goes into it. Right, so right, I think right. when you're at the replicator, you like, OK, I'm going to do my mom's chocolate chip cookie recipe. That means less butter than normal or whatever. And you just like program it in. By the way, it's more butter than normal if you're talking to my mom. <laughs> um, and you go in and you program it and it's like a special version of it. So it's kind of I mean, I'm gonna make an apple doll. I told, this is, this is a I told her about callback. Apple Dolls. This is a forward callback. Do you? It is a forward callback. Do you know about Apple Dolls? No. Give oh, it a Google. They're horrifying. Apple Dolls? Is this a thing from Minnesota? Mm, sort of. But there's also, I pointed out that she's afraid of Apple Dolls. I am. Have you found them yet? Uh, <laughs> I don't like this. You Alec- guys, do not Google image search Apple Dolls. <laughs> It's so Alec, weird. Our looking. producer has Googled them. It's not okay. They're not okay. <laughs> it's the not heads okay. are made out of dried apples. No, it's they're witches. Now That's Alec, like Google guy. pandilla de los siete. La pandilla de los siete. Don't La just Google image search and you'll find La exactly what I mean. So this is the, the actual siete? kids show that 
she look, grew look, up look, with. Look, 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 look. at that fucking. This is a kid's show that I grew up watching. This is a trunk and it has like secrets of the world and he tucks to children. He's it's like, a piece ah. of, it's a sentient loaf of bread that has a terrifying face. And his body so is that. So she's saying apple dolls are weird. This is her big bird. <laughs> this is what I grew up with. There's, you know what? There's a German show that's also about a loaf of bread. Who's really? like really grumpy. This is not a loaf it's of called, bread. His name is Bernd das Brot. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a loaf of bread. It's not? No, it's a trunk. It's a like a like a like a, it's a, bread like a pirates. You know, like, like a, a pirates. Yeah, it's a bread trunk. box. Yeah, but, yeah, but what's the head part? What's pandilla? I don't know what. Look at it. Pandilla. I, that sounds like it's a, a loaf of bread. It's like a, a little gang, a cute gang. Uh, look well, at that shit. Look at that guy. He's oh like, oh my god. Oh, so it's like just like a weird human head that's like sort of part of the the lid don't of a say it like treasure it's chest. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's so just, just like a weird thing. It's just like a treasure chest that's like, you would think that the opening of the treasure chest would be the mouth, but no, <laughs> there's just like a whole human head coming out the top of it with its own mouth. Yep. And it's bold. Uh, it stresses me out. Yeah. So it would have been weird if they added hair to it, it right? It looks like an adult fetus. <laughs> it stressed me out, but I was like, here's that guy. <laughs> it's when we talk about the sanctity of human life, that's what I picture. <laughs> That's why I don't care. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Cardassians. So, the, what? What are we supposed to get interested in this? The rest of this bullshit. Well, here's what happens in the in the episode, and let's just talk about Regale the, the, me. what they did and what they could have done. Um. So, what they did was, um, explain that they got out of war with this race that we're just getting to know the trouble. for the first time, yeah. the Cardassians, and some. Some so the Cardassians are claiming that a, a Federation ship is destroying them. It's like shooting at an outpost. So Picard has to figure this out. It's not that fun, and for some reason they had O'Malley, um, just uh, O'Brien. O'Brien. I'm same calling Mimi <laughs> with O'Brien. Uh, they had uh, O'Brien be the person who served under this captain, so that he could have more to do. Yeah, I, I don't and because it's about the troubles, you guys. It's a yeah. So it's an yeah. So she thinks it's about the. Um, I think it's Irish. A, yeah, it's, northern and, and southern Irish. And that's why they had like an Irish southern guy Irish. Doing, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to South Ireland. <laughs> 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 Have some blood sausage fritters. <laughs> I guess it. Yeah, it's about like the trust. Like, how can you? Uh, I saw a movie with Rachel Wise about about human trafficking, and it was like. I don't remember which country's war, but it's like America and American Americans were sending people to this country that just got out of war just to be like a third party, like watchers that so that arbitrators arbitrators so that people don't keep doing war like things you know at each other um so they're just there to keep peace and just like watch the transition from war to peace Mm because it's got to be like got to be hard to transition to peace. Yeah. I mean, I think about it with Venezuela because mm-hmm. basically a war. Um, and I don't know how we're going to ever get back to yeah. any kind of normality. It's mm-hmm. just so wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then what happens is like in the middle of like going from war to peace, the human trafficking industry 
of course, grew yeah, exponentially because <laughs> everything's confusing. Everyone's like lost. We don't know who, what families like families are separated, whatever. Uh, so they take these girls. And well, the plot of the movie is that turns out, spoiler alert, no one's shocked by this. We don't even know the title. So. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> Just Google it's Rachel, Rachel Weisz. It's the favorite. It's, it's basically the favorite. The favorite. Uh, so if you read between the lines of the favorite, uh, yeah, that or disobedience. I think it's about it's disobedience. Um, <laughs> disobedience. It's so surprise, surprise. The Americans are the ones who are mostly exploiting this human trafficking thing. So Uh-oh. yeah, yes. well, yeah. So you do. This seems <clears throat> like it's like a metaphor for a bunch of different. Like anytime there's been sort of a peace treaty mm-hmm. in like a protracted war, the idea of this episode is that like. There are two sides that have a peace treaty and one of them, they're both suspicious that the other one's going to mm-hmm, break the mm-hmm. peace treaty and they don't want to be ambushed. And so they're mm-hmm. both like trying to do preemptive strikes. Basically. Pretty tense. Pretty tense. Times. Like when you yeah. have a house w- with two cats that don't get along and they fight Has and they get into a really bad fight. And then there's like that time after the fight where they just like any noise Prowl around. Yeah. You know, it's like they're not. And maybe one of the cats to, like really fucked up the other cat's wife. <laughs> okay, that's not a good metaphor. But in this episode, this guy, there's this guy flying around in space, of course, because it's all in space. Um, Wait, in space? The, the phoenix, <laughs> the phoenix, whose name is Maxwell. Maxwell. Yeah, and, and he's who is his wife. He has been in anyway. Was like brutally murdered by a Cardassian warlord person, and so he's mad about that, obviously, but has never expressed it. So it's about also he doesn't, and so really the other the other undertone of this episode is men's feelings. Yes, when they're not dealt with, are just violence, mm-hmm. which is the theme of almost every premium cable TV show. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> Barry comes out season two, end of March. <laughs> Barry season two, season March. <laughs> You're doing a great so job. I think by I want to. Thank I wanna, you very much. I want to watch the scene because this is a classic, like denial of what's going on. Yeah. Ooh. Can we pause for a second? It could have been a text. It could have been, been a text. text. What did he say, Emily? I feel like you, of all people, would be on my side about this. Text. No, no text. F- no text from him. No text from him. I am Garrett. My boyfriend calls. I am he Garrett. He always calls. I am Team Garrett. How old is he? Thirty. That's not okay. You I know, love him. I am. Un- I'm Team Garrett. The thing about it is, is that Venezuelan. he loves it. Hashtag when I get annoyed with him, he thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. I am Garrett. Do you know that I am Garrett? I don't like this. Why do you attract people who just want to annoy you? Because I'm busy. I don't want to answer the phone, but I'm so nice to him because I love him. But like. And I always push it. I try to make he it. He just called to see if I was still doing the thing that he knows I'm doing. I try to see how Thank far. Thank you. Your face right now is yeah. my life. Thank I try you. to okay. see how far I can push annoying Alice. Even doing this, I and was like. Surprise. It's annoying. <laughs> like, what, but is, it just, what is this? What is I the get, reveal for you? I get a pleasure from it because it's so it's easy. Like, I know the results are going to be there. <laughs> like, you're going to get annoyed. I don't know. You just Sorry. need some kind of reaction. I know. I do. And then the people who drive me. So it's me, almost like your childhood is my problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I, it'd be uh, weird for another podcast to report on that. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it would be so strange. But that's like almost imminent, I feel like, yeah. in, the, in the new media landscape that we live in. Anyway, Bob Gunton plays Maxwell. He's, he was the warden and Shawshank Redemption. Oh. That's why I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this guy. He's never played a character that you don't hate. They're yeah. doing an all-female reboot of Shawshank. It's called Orange is the New Black. <laughs> so the scene is about man denying what is obvious. If Troy was there, this could have been solved. Anything I can do, sir, you know that. Ben Maxwell. He must be quite a man. He's a rare one, all right. I count myself lucky, sir. I've served with the two finest captains in Starfleet. Who's the other guy? From your knowledge of the man. His little smile is so cute. What has gone wrong? Well, there's a reason for what he's doing. Those Cardassians were up to something, I'm sure of it. When his family was killed, how did he take it? I'd say he took it well. <laughs> oh, I know he was broken up inside. Who wouldn't be? Were you watching that interaction? But no. you'd never okay. know to see him. That was funny, too. He never missed a minute's duty. Always had a smile. He's just like, like he's when, his, so when his family died, how did he take it? Perfectly. Like that, Perfectly. Like, what? kind of fucking question is that? <laughs> well, perfectly. Because it's a it's a question that nails it in the head because what um, O'Brien is saying right after that is ridiculous. It's like, well, he never missed the beat and he was happy all the time. And it was like, oh, it's like, yeah. But it's like, clear of psychopath. course he had a hard time when his family died. Like, what? <laughs> well, well he did. Almost, it's like the question that they have with Democratic candidates when they have the death penalty as like, they don't, they are, they are against the death penalty. And then they have the debate question that's like, what if you're, they asked, um, I think they asked like Dukakis this or something like, what happens when your wife is brutally raped and murdered? Do you still support <laughs> the death penalty? <laughs> And it's like, why it's are like, you asking them that? This is an important thing to know if I'm going to be president. <laughs> it's so insane. We should all know this. But we then yeah. he says all the red flags of a psycho. When his family was killed, how did he take it? I'd say he took it well. No, 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 no I thing. know he was broken up inside. Who wouldn't be? But you'd never know to see him. Nope. He never missed a minute's duty. Red flag. Always had a smile. Red flag. A joke. Red flag. Oh, I see. He would never retaliate out of vengeance, no matter what that Cardassian says. They're up to something, sir. They're the ones you should be investigating, not Captain Maxwell. You don't care for the Cardassians? I like them fine. It's just... all I know them. You learn to watch your back when you're around those people. Ooh. Ben Maxwell has just sent more than 600 of them to their deaths. To say, sir. But he must have had his reasons. Bro. So bro -y. Bro. I think. Great bro. When one has been angry for a very long time, one gets used to it. And it becomes comfortable. Look like, at it. like old leather. It's a fragrance. Oh. <laughs> and finally. Old leather sounds like balls. So familiar that one can't But her email is the fragrance. <laughs> um all leather is what they're wearing. Thank you so much, Brett. I almost called you Brett. No, you did call him Brett. Okay. <laughs> He's fine with it. Thank you so much, Brett. I, <laughs> I heard, you heard it. He, he would have only heard it if he listened back. You pointed it out, though. He doesn't I, care. Look, I'm happy you're here, Alec. I just... 
sometimes I miss my dad, okay? Our dad our age. Our dad who is our age. <laughs> Usually sits where you're sitting right now. And that's got to be weird for you too, okay? So we, we know you're filling big shoes to fill. And that we you're... know you're feeling big shoes to fill. <laughs> and this time, it's going to be different, okay? Promise? He's moved on from And Alex. He's moved on mentally. Thanks. I learned a lot that summer. Okay. Hi. I meant to pause it. <laughs> different. Totally different. different. Yeah, this one's called, uh, the previous one was called Inner Dream, and this one's called Aspirations. What, who is the artist of these songs? Alexander Ignatov. Okay. <laughs> is it? It's not related to. He's coming what to we're... Madison Square Garden. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's like. Tuk -tuk -tuk -tuk. <laughs> That's all. This is all he does is. It's like background music for people's speeches. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. This is the, the album I play. So, um, I mean, Picard gives a lot of speeches in this episode. Is that normal? True. It, mm, yeah. <laughs> he monologues a lot. He's like a real windbag. He's it's got his... <laughs> He does. He's a windbag. Well, he's like, a, but he's like a tight windbag. You know what I mean? He's more of an efficient. I'd call him. He's like one of those things that you um, light bellows. up a fireplace. Bell. <laughs> of course, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Tamla Shanter the daily yeah you're the one who eats lunch there at the bar <laughs> i do trivia there on tuesdays tuesdays yeah. why, do, why am i surprised why did tuesdays i tell people part? that yeah, why why show why you know so price? many people tuesdays um you should sign up under an alias so people don't fuck with you i mean it's not like an you don't sign up with your individual name <laughs> at any point <laughs> you, okay we're gonna need your social <laughs> High stakes trivia. Um, I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about we before talking we went into about... that. We went into into toxic masculinity and how right. Chief O'Brien is fully defending this guy who acted like a psycho when his wife died. And mm -hmm. then also just killed 600 people. 600 people. So, I don't know what to say. I think he's a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, well, he just killed 600 people. Well, he's cool. He was always nice to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Exactly what he's saying. I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I never knew about any rapes. And then he goes, probably had his reasons. That's... They're probably bitches. <laughs> I feel bad for. No, I don't. Did all six hundred people turn him down on a date, <laughs> or not laugh at his comedy? Um, <clears throat> so, so what happens after this? Which is when I fell asleep. This is when you fell asleep. It's Under just like understandable. They have this dumb conversation. Basically, yeah. I do like that. He's like, I don't hate you. I hate what hate you did to me. Never could develop a taste for it. Oh, I thought that was his name. Takes a bit of getting used to. <laughs> I love the Cardassians, like, I wanted to say, I, God, I hate it. I owe you an apology. Shouldn't I got used to it from like DS9. At first, it was a lot. It's like reptile. Here's your ailment, O'Brien. This has been hard on all of us. I know I'll be happy when I'm back on my own ship. I guess that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't like to I be. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, of course you haven't. Sir White Man. I was on Setlick 3 with Captain Maxwell the morning after the massacre. We were too late, of course. Almost everyone was dead. Can I get something in the bar? Mistake. Somebody just comes in. That's we the quietest bar the in the world. Yeah. Launching place for a massive attack against us. The only people left alive were in an outlying district of the settlement. 
I was sent there with a squad to reinforce them. Cardassians were advancing on us, moving through the streets, destroying, killing. I was with a group of women and Those children. Those sharp sideburns. They're like a down. full triangle. Yeah, he's got some sharp ones. It's funny that they, that's what they picked to do. When I saw him at a restaurant, he was wearing all white linen. Really? Yeah. No wonder you thought he was someone. I I can do that and everyone would be like, who who does rich guy shit for sure? Linen shirt and a white fedora. Whoa. He has money. He was in DS9. It looked like it didn't look terrible. The phaser was set at maximum. I thought he was going to say he killed a kid here because it's so cliche. Just incinerated. It's really like. Before my eyes. It really undercuts sort of like the gravitas of these like harrowing war stories when he says things like the phasers were set at maximum. <laughs> the thing is, a lot of shit went down. The Glebe Glorps had taken over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. I got space exploded. <laughs> you want me? You want me to play that thing when he said? Yeah. <laughs> it's about the war and. <laughs> yeah. It's not you I hate, Cardassian. I hate what I became. I hate the Jenners. Because of you. Okay, it seems like you hate him a little bit, though. <laughs> That's not that, something you say to somebody you do not hate. That ale looks like Gatorade. It's he left his Gatorade ale <laughs> at the bar. Look, Ooh. look, stack of wallets. Yeah, it's a stack of wallets. All right, a bunch of wallets stitched together. <laughs> They found hey, other wallet guy. They never, <laughs> they never did the facial hair again. That reptilian skin should yeah. not, never have had hair. Why did they have to distinguish the main guy? Our weapon systems that way. A lie, Goldmaset. So gross. I was studying the terminal interface systems. Oh, They're more efficient than ours. Gross. I have gross, no gross. idea what was in the files. Gold Ducat. What business did you have going near one of their computers? That's time. That's Goldukat. But Golmaset, I meant nothing. Golmaset. There was no harm done. Go to your quarters. This guy is Golducat in DS9. He's played several different Cardassian roles and other like And his name is Time Winters. Sir. I mean I guess if your face looks that looks like that, you can only really play Cardassian. Makeup. Oh Emily thought it was his face the whole time. There are prosthetics. See, they improve the Cardassians. They're more lizardy. That does not seem like an improvement to it me. It does because he's more like lizardy. Less, yeah. less burnt and more less burnt. L- less yeah. burnt. It's victim. better if it's not burnt. <laughs> I would say, right? Gold ducats. Have you have you been to Cardassians on Ice? Because <laughs> I don't think it's everything. But I'll it do it be. next December. I just okay. I missed I missed that. I know you're time. getting married. It was a whole thing. I know it was. I guess I'm the only old maid on this podcast. We've all been married here. We've um, all been married. It's true. I'm divorced, so it's different. Yeah. No, is it? Oh, God. I had to say goodbye to my single sh- singlehood because I was like, oh, from here on, I'm either a divorced or a widow or like something, but not single again. You know? Never single. I think you can still be single even if you're divorced, can't you? Not legally, not er- anywhere again. <clears throat> wow. What? You're always divorced, like that's your status? Yeah, because you're divorced. That's your status. Wow. So divorced or widowed, yeah. Fuck. I know. So you fucked up. I had to say goodbye. I had to be like, whoa, okay, Mm -hmm. here we go. Damn. Now I wish I hadn't gotten married. Well, (laughs) too late. That's a big, big thing to give up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What if I just lie, though? Mm -hmm. You can't. 
You can always lie. King Henry was able to get unsingle or unmarried and to be single again. He got it annulled. He got it annulled like way after the fact. Yeah. After he'd been married forever. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this memory if alpha. If men can do it. <laughs> this memory alpha on Gold Ducat. And it says gender, male, species, Cardassian, affiliation, Cardassian, military, dominion, rank, goal. Father, Ducat's father. Mother, Ducat's mother. Okay. Marital status, separated. Spouses, Ducat's wife. <laughs> status, eternally trapped in five caves. What? <laughs> what? Whoa, status. fire caves. Like, <laughs> status, eternally trapped in five it's caves. either single, married, <laughs> divorced, or eternally, eternally trapped, trapped in fire caves. caves. In wow. Five, in fire caves. That's the it's complicated yeah. of the legal, <laughs> of the Cardassian legal system. What the fuck? <laughs> it's super complicated. Played by Mark caves. Alimo. No, I thought it was who plays who's time winters. Look at all the times. Uh, look at all the characters he played. He's played Badar, NDD, Commander Tebuk, Golmaset, Frederick Larouk, Gold Ducat, and Bert Ryan. This guy has played. This guy's got some residues. He's got residues. I want to yeah. get residues. Me too. And of course, he played. And I want to wear those prosthetics. It's weird because he's like the one who's wear the heavy, worn the heaviest prosthetics, and he always looks exactly the same. I wonder if part of the reason why they keep casting him is because his face just takes to the prosthetics really well. Maybe like he cool. has some sort of like really smooth skin or some or sort of like bumpy built, skin, he's built got in bumpy ridges skin. that, built that in. can. He, or what if he went to the doctor and he got like special like he got rigidy skin implants? No, no, like implants that are like magnets. Magnets put in so that oh. he's like, thing, you can just magnet anything to my face. <laughs> like tabs, like insert tabs here. Yeah. And it's just really easy. I got to ask my friend who does prosthetics for Star Trek. I have a friend now. Oh. She keeps name dropping. You have a, a friend now. You made that sound like it was your first friend <laughs> of all time. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> put it out of. <laughs> it's uh, outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. Nicole. Okay. I'm I love this photo shoot, though. I know. You guys well, are just other, looking at Instagram now? Well, I'm looking, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm looking what for, she does I'm looking the whole for time. my friend. I'm looking for my friend. Uh, Why? Uh, There's no is, need for you to see his photo on Instagram. James, James McKinnon. Okay. Well, so Doesn't I can change find anything. That- he did makeup on Strange Angel once, and then he was like, uh, I was talking about how much mm. I love Star Trek, and then this woman was like, oh, he did prosthetics. And then he's done so how- many. Oh, man. How big was that woman that said that? <laughs> Sounds like she was t- pocket-sized. <laughs> she was kind of pocket-sized. Yvonne. He did prosthetics. He did prosthetics. <laughs> and I was like, where are you? Can you give me a boost? Where are you? <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't hey, step on hey. her. See, he did like Saru. I don't know who that is. Well, it's just like pretty. But it's pretty good. It's pretty amazing prosthetics. That's the, that's the guy and then that's who he became. So um, Saru is another character on Star Trek Discovery, which is the current Star Trek show. And which, Gosh. by the way, leads me to saying that we have some Patreon subscribers that we want to thank. And oh, let me play some music. They're, how did you get the musical thing? How did you get the musical thing? I actually like your music. You <laughs> I like your thing. music better. Thank you. So, oh, wow. okay. <laughs> well, I like your music better. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really wanted that. And so I want to tell you that since Star Trek Discovery is coming out, we are doing more Patreon episodes. We kind of neglected it for a little bit because we were traveling, getting married, and doing all the life cycles that we had to do. So, but Marvel right now. stage, pupa stage, chrysalis. <laughs> chrysalis, full-blown butterfly. Death. Undeath. Death. Again, um, and oh, oh, uh, egging. What do you call when you put you just <laughs> egging? Oh, we were egging, ovulating, egging away. 
No, when you like put your eggs, all of, all of them ovulate. I know what you mean. Yeah. Wait, I, why I, do you know what? I you mean? <laughs> Wait, when you, you don't have lay all your eggs, of knowing what I mean. <laughs> okay, is okay, this music I'm tra- coming? I'm looking. Get your phone out. Your music's better. <laughs> I have the pia- piano scene. So here's what is going to happen. We're going to say thank you to our Patreon subscribers. It's Let's um, make sure they know so they don't get surprised. <laughs> you don't want anyone running off the road. <laughs> Maybe you should have Emily read some and make comments on their weird names. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> she seems bored. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> We're losing her. <laughs> He's slowly going away. Mm-hmm. Who am I reading? The names that are uh, from not the across from here. From here, uh-huh. Adam Harmer. Cool. You're not harming us. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Alec Boyle. Is that the guy who right there? No. Oh, different. That's Alec, Alec Sarche. Okay. Who has been asked to Sarche away? Just so you know, guys, there's two pages of names. <laughs> Alexi Belcher. Andy D- Kimbrey. Please don't Belcher. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana Brinker. Huh. Uh, cut off. Thank you, Ariana. Ariana Brinker cut off. Craig who Manami. has been a great supporter of our work from the beginning. Drew Maneri. Elliot Anaya. I'm reading this now like it's the In Memoriam section. <laughs> Elliot yeah, Anaya. Because like, uh, of the music. Yeah. yeah Aaron Pabs. Yeah. Greg Swain. Jacob G. Corbin. Jeanine Schultz. Sorry. I Joe got Alden's calling. Uh, Alden's Answer call- it. <laughs> Say hi, Alden. Hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Uh, it's on speaker. <laughs> good, good. I'm on the podcast. You're not on the air, but I need to say that. Yeah, you are on the air. You are on the air. Well, but I'm not not if you say nothing else. Oh you <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm confused. I yeah, sorry. You're on the podcast, Alden. Hi, it's Alice. Oh, I'm on the podcast. Yeah, Hi. how are you, how buddy? Are you? How's it going? I- I'm good. How are you? I are, keep accidentally ending up on the podcast. You have never been on the podcast before, have you? This happened uh, last week. I called Veronica. And I oh, a di- that's a different podcast. Are you on set right now? Oh, Jesus. There's oh. a lot of podcasts. Um, am I what? What are you doing? I'm building a bench. Sick. What kind of wood do you use, ma'am? Alice is obsessed I mean, with this. Redwood for the feet and pine for the leg. Uh... Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm so sorry. So I'll call you as soon as I get up. All right, great. Okay, I'm going to exit the podcast. Sorry? I'm going to gracefully bow out of the podcast now. Thank you for being a regular guest. (laughs) Yeah, my pleasure. All right, have fun. Sorry. What are you guys talking about today? Oh, we're just just thanking people for subscribing. (laughs) Bowing out is getting less and less graceful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, talk to you later. See you, man. Bye. All right. That was Latham, (laughs) Jonathan Harder, Josh Dobbs, Justin Michael, Kevin Tusa. Megan Daly, Nick Goodman, Sky Wilson, thank you, Taylor Rothbell, Vandal Forty Two, <laughs> Vandal Forty Two. It is Vandal Forty Two. I want to do it too. Taylor Rothbell, Vandal Forty Two. That's going to be in the future when people whose name things like that start dying. <laughs> Thank you guys for subscribing and dying on this podcast. I Thank mean, you. I feel like that is already happening with people like Extentation or whatever. What? Extentacion. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. It's funny to do an in memoriam with just like 
Trader Boy 62. That's what we're do- talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit. Oh. <laughs> this is how I live my life. <laughs> Sometimes you catch, up, you catch up to the bit like a woman running after a bus and then you hop on at the last minute and you're like, is this the bit? And you're like shaking off an umbrella and we're like, welcome to the bit. <laughs> it's very... It's very hard to be me because no, no try- it's easy to be. You. Yeah, it's easy. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep up. You know. Um, you know. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, Active Patron. That's the status they have. Okay, Active Patron. Thank you, Active Patrons. You know, you are the lifeblood, the equivalent of the people who paid for the Renaissance paintings. It's true. Those, yeah, those are patrons. It, years from now. <laughs> When the people are looking at this podcast in yeah. a museum, yep. they're going to be like, you know, nobody really appreciated <laughs> yeah. Treks in the City. It had 4.5 <laughs> stars on iTunes for its most of its run. But these people, they believed mm-hmm. when we're in the Guggenheim. What is that wind instrument that you press it? The uh, bag? A bagpipe? Backpipe? Yes. The one that you mentioned. I don't know no, if I mentioned she mentioned it. a bellows. I which mentioned is a bellows, a, which, which is, is a thing wait. you use in a fireplace to make the fire. But they're pretty similar, and they are both on display at the Tamil Shanter. Okay, okay. <laughs> on the wall. So that's, it's not, you're not wrong. Okay, okay. It's in the same world. Did you both use the armpit, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Kind of. I don't know if oh, you, you really, really use the bagpipes right now. Hold do you, up. you think like you tell your little kid when they're little, like, "Hey, do you want to play a um, string instrument? Something that you play with your lips, with your armpit? What What do you feel like with doing? your lips or your armpit? I don't think that's how they. <laughs> I think it really. It's like in order to want your kid to play p- play the bagpipes, you probably have to also play the bagpipes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you have true. to be really cool with or that sound. It's already. like a circus. <laughs> it's a circus. It's like a circus. Or you play bagpipes and they're like, your bagpipe friends are like, are you going to, are your kids going to play the bagpipes? And you're like, (laughs) I mean, if they want to, when they get to a certain age, like, we'll let them explore it. But we're definitely not pressuring them into it. You know, it's like it it comes with a lot of specific responsibilities and they want to, you know, we want to let them be a kid. (laughs) (laughs) What's in the bag is my question. (laughs) Thank you. Well, it sounds like a bunch of cats. It feels like <laughs> is that mating, where the cat out of the bag? Is the cat out of the bag phrase came from? I Let don't the know. cat out of the bag. Bagpipe. Let I feel like I feel like you can fill it with water and just make this. It is weird that we're just filtration system. We're just cool with the saying "let the cat out of the bag." Like there are people putting cats in bags, and that's just like a common enough thing. Yeah, that's not that's spooky. From wherever that came from, it's like let the cat out of the bag store now, or something like that. Did you hear about that? What? No. Peta made new phrases. Oh right. Oh god. But it's always making something new that's like a fail. (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, I'm sorry. I, I support like pet two birds with one song or They're something yeah, stupid like that. Just like it's the worst. Um, are well, are like we it. winding down? Because I have something well, this, I need to say yeah, yeah, before yeah, we say do. It, say it, That's say it, say it, what it. we're winding down to. So the guy who plays Data was on an episode of Frasier that I was watching the other night. And my <laughs> husband started talking about how his name on the show is Data. But. There's only one of them, him. So really, his name should be Datum because that's the singular of data. Anyway, you're married a dork. I'm getting a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I feel like the confident 
between this and his my, assassination my fears, like can you still like, hear me talking? Sorry. My, my mic went out. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can hear me. Okay, hear. so I'll just take these off. I think that the confidence on the stairs makes up for it. Yeah. The amount of... Did I already say that? <laughs> I'm stuck in a loop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're, you said it. Um, <clears throat> there is not... More, there's more than one data, though, on the show. There's not more than one data. Well, there is. There's, there's lore, lore. And then there's... Lal. Lal. So Data has a brother, and also there's the guy that made Data. Who's so, but his then, dad. so then collectively they should be called Data, but each individual one, when they're alone, should be called Datum. And like, <laughs> so it'd be like, hey, you Data, when it's the group. But why Datum and not what? Why not like Daytai? Like cactus cacti? Well, because Data is the cacti version of like Datum is singular. Is cacti. No, data. Datum is cactus, uh-huh. and data is cacti. cacti. I get it. Yeah. Well, okay. but it's just somebody's name. It's not like they're referring to him as yeah. a also. A measure I, of I don't data. agree with him. I don't think that that should be wrong. his name. What is You'd another, be a fool. What is another word <laughs> in the default. English language? You'd be wearing rose-colored glasses, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> what is another word in the English language that changes like that from the singular to plural changes radically? Well, some of them have an s at the end. Like Latin. It's all Latin. Ra- radius, radii, Latin. English, but it's still English. Well, you know, English is like uh, what's a what's um, what's a French word that English uses a lot? Tarjay. I, I don't understand the or question Spanish. anymore. <laughs> well, it's just because it, what is I'm there is, words like that. It's just because it's Latin. It doesn't mean that it's not used in the English language because yeah. the English language has borrowed from every language. Is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. So it is still part of the English language. It's a real grab bag because we say cactus yeah. and then cacti. Mm-hmm. Right? I try not yeah. to, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fish. I need to figure out fish. And fish eye? One fish and many fish. <laughs> you get it? Red I fish, like blue a very fish. Quick... One fish. Is it blue fish again? One, it's one, <laughs> it's one fish and multiple fish. You don't yeah. say fish. Sheep. Yeah. Multiple sheep. Wait, I'm I'm thinking of words You're, that don't yeah, change. This is, this a is not rule. doing the opposite. This is, I'll be over here doing that. Goose silently. and geese. Good answers goose for a geese. different question. What? Goose and geese. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah there that's we a go. weird one. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Thank you. This is yeah. see yeah. The, the question. She understands yeah. it. No, you, she saved us. I know. No, I. Yeah, I'm Am I winning? I want her yes. to have the prize. <laughs> yes. 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 You're winning. What if I gave you six hundred dollars? Honestly, I would find that to be. I would find that to be very polite. I think it'd be just the right thing to do. I would agree. Mouse and mice. mouse and mice. Hey. Where, 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 where? where? <laughs> Alice, Alice is just a dog but today. Wait, what is the way that you announced that we have mice? <laughs> mouse. Oh no, it's mice. Mouse and mice. <laughs> if that was the case, you should have written mouse and then crossed it out and then yeah. wrote mice. <laughs> I'm worried about Alice, but I'm actually very excited I'm about so, this Alice. I think it's my week is ending, and so I'm getting really excited. Good, your, good, good, good. Your good. week is ending. <laughs> oh, three Down. arrows and mice. Okay. <laughs> Three arrows. Okay. Guys, I think we've wound. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Um, does anybody have any last uh, observations? We didn't get any Jordy in this episode. Any? We didn't get any. Let's see. Let's see. Let's we see. We got what, a tiny bit of Riker. Let's see what this says about, about that shit. Let's see. Um, we got. This is called The Wounded. You know what we did get stud. is that like Beverly Crusher, mm-hmm. Will Wheaton, mm-hmm. uh, Brent Spiner, everybody got kind of a break. <laughs> 
Yeah. They, they all went to Palm Springs for this episode. They were like, they we were need like, you for one day. We need you for one day early and then you're done. Yeah. So you're getting a flight to Aspen is what's going to happen right now. <laughs> I'm on those facts right now. And Deleted Picard scenes. has to do some no, heavy lifting, which sucks. Scenes. We need continuity. <clears throat> no reception video and DVD releases. It's going to be a whole mini day today. Yeah, there's Jordi LaForge is here, Lieutenant Worf, Deanna Troy, and Commander Data. That's it. Do you ever like watch episodes like this and think like, was there, was the actor mad about what had been happening in other episodes? What do you mean? Like every so often when you see an episode where like an actor is really f- prominently featured and they uh, haven't been for a while, I'm kind of like, was this planned or did they raise a stink? Yeah. I think Interesting. I, I figure it's both. <laughs> I figure it's both. I'm like now that I'm <clears throat> um, in Strange Angel, I know that on CBS All Access, on CBS All Access uh, subscribe today. And then the um, my character was it's supposed to be in all episodes. But f- for 203, they had like a big plot that had nothing to do with me. So they were like, you cannot uh, we cannot put you in 203. But I know they were like, we're so sorry. We promise you in 204 we will do this thing. And then now I'm like in a I have a big thing. Yeah, so I think yeah. that they're like guest guest stars can come and go. And then serious regulars. They have to. I feel like, like they have yeah, an awareness. Contract. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's like SAG's thing. I, I have. A, I, I also have very nice showrunners. Thank yeah. goodness. I have a dualistic. Like I have a. I have like a a two, uh, dueling ideas about that because I, as an actor, I'm not in the writers' room, and I know that if I zoom out even a little bit from my perspective of like I want more of me in something, which is you know, the actor default. Like if I zoom out and think about it even a little bit, I'm like, I, I want whatever amount of me in it it should be for the story. Because mm-hmm. as that's much better. as possible. Like, obviously that's better. I want that to be the thing. But then when I think about the fact that series regulars have to be featured, I'm like, well, then they have those weird trappings anyway. So like, why wouldn't I yeah. fight for my arc? It's just like, because... I think with shows like this, I think the reason why it comes to mind more, it it comes to mind more for me, like with shows like this, where they're not super serialized, where it's like the episodes kind of stand on their own. And there's so many of them. Like now TV is like, it's very serialized. There's a plan for all the characters. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, but like, I don't know. I think I just, cause I've been watching Frasier and every so often it's like, oh, so this is a real Roz episode. (laughs) And I'm like, the last one, all she had to do was like, complain about her hairdresser and that was like her only scene like every so often there's like an episode where it's like Frazier's not at work so there's like a cold open with Roz and then she's not in it again and then like three episodes later it's like Roz is really going for it in this one (laughs) I wonder where I'm just curious I wonder if they run out of like plot lines too and they're like okay if we sprinkle it like now it's a Ross episode. Now it's a free like Yeah, because you want to make your actors happy. Who well, knows what not, kind of a scary bitch about, Roz was? I don't think it's about getting. the actors. She sounds like a lovely person, but I, yeah. I think the I think it has to do with the writer's room and like running out of plot like you're it's true that it's not an arc, so you you can't design it that way. So you have to come up with like one story for each episode. A different story. Yeah. So, I feel like most writers' rooms that I've been in though, it's like the tendency is to like continue to give the A stories to the main characters mm-hmm. and that's like always the priority right. even mm-hmm. if you're like I really want to do an episode about one of the other characters but on a show like Frasier where it was like there were like 
200 episodes more than that and there's like no 300 arc, right? episodes no there's no arc well, and it's on forever and they you, were nominated for so many emmys and some of the actors were nominated and some of them weren't i also feel like i'm like this is the one where they want to get their nomination now yeah oh, wow right do you but you can you, okay. only submit one right you no you can submit multiple actors for So you Emmys. can submit like, um, let's say it's a Ross episode. You can submit her with this episode and then you can submit the other actors in another episode. Yeah. Oh, that's good. For for acting, yeah. That's good for I the actors. That's how it works, right? That's good cool. for me. I do not know. Yeah. I'm not in that world, and I won't be. I promise. You are. Just <laughs> kidding. Um, uh, but I'm not going to make you talk about this too much because I know it We have sucks. to go, right? No. But you... <laughs> We're yeah, writing on a show that I was on. Yes. So, and it was a nightmare. And there was a nightmare for which many one, reasons. One? Not, I'm not saying your experience. People of Earth. Oh. Um, I'm not saying I your you experience was a nightmare. I'm saying that like, like the secrets. experience of running a show that had fifth, like 17 series regulars yeah, it was just going to be impossible because it was a half hour. Yeah. And that show, like more than anything else I've ever witnessed, was like really hard because it was like, why are there so many people? Like it just, so we have people? to be doing things as a group all the time, which was kind of what ended up happening. But it was and that was fun. But the propensity to get lost and like then have to fight each other for care. It was like really stressful. But now that I'm on a different show that has five series regulars and it's an hour long, I'm, I, we haven't, rec we haven't like made anything yet. And I'm, we just got picked up and I'm like, I really want to just whatever you Relax need of me, into what they, yeah. that, you know what I mean? Like I'm knowing that that is going to be what it is anyway. I'm sort of just like, Isn't that a much you need better to do. situation? It's so much better. But like Star Trek, it's Mentally, like there's so right? many fucking yeah. people on Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. But they had seven seasons, each one of them, 24, one hour, 45 minute episodes. Yeah. So they had... There was time. You were going to get an episode yes. eventually. <laughs> and then, And then, like, of course, they have someone like... Patrick Stewart, who can deliver the shit out of a monologue with his yeah. accent and like speech studies or whatever. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to speech studies. <laughs> He's number one. He closes the book. <laughs> speech studies. <laughs> Sorry, I am available. And that's this, and that's this big thing. It's old uh, tome. <laughs> um, so, they're, of course, they're going to write like. He's good. He's number one of the cast. So, of course, they're going to like. I mean, yeah. all the Netflix synopsis I brought him. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's anyway, that's we, we figured that out. We figured okay, television out anyway. Anything else to plug? <laughs> anyway, um, my special's out now. You can stream it. Um, you can find Emily on Twitter and Instagram Woo! at Mr. Emily Heller and watch Barry season two premieres at the end of March. Oh, my friend works in Barry. He's one of the guest stars. Alejandro Firth. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. My friend works on Barry, too. Her name's Emily Heller. And she's been yeah. a great guest today. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you for baby. being here, Emily. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Literally. <laughs> We record 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can just drop in. <laughs> That explains the nap you guys took. <laughs> It's true. Um, I have one dreadlock. All oh. right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. We love you so much. Great job, everybody. Stop fun. recording. Forever. <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarche. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.